folks, this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse, your fishing and outdoor store, and of course, powered by Rely On Lithium Batteries, tailor-made lithium for your boat, giving you the most power to help you make the most of your time on the water. Check them out, relyonbattery.com. I'm Chris Brown, Mr. David Jong is with us, but we're not here to talk about us. We're going to go ahead and kick into this show and just, I mean, and it's no reason to delay it. I mean, Brian freaking new is on the damn show tonight. Of course, Michelle Eichstead is joining us as well because she's got a bone to pick with Brian. But Brian freaking new, dude, one for one on Elite Series starts, and now you got a daggone blue trophy in the backseat with you. I mean, holy smokes, brother. What's the deal? I don't know. Right, right, right there. there. My boy. <laughs> He's got it buckled in the front seat. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Oh, I mean, it was. I mean, did you have a good practice? Were you expecting this? I mean, what was your mindset when you left the house? Because you were kind of a little bit behind getting all your stuff together, following you on social, and then you know you run south. What was your mindset driving to Florida last week? So, like, I'm. As far from a last minute as they come, when it comes to something that's important, <laughs> I like I like to be prepared and and you know we just have a, had a very very small time frame this year, especially you know I qualified the second week in December and uh, here we were what at the second week in February or first week in February right. that we started, um, you know trying to uh, you know finish up sponsor stuff well actually start the sponsors cup process and then finish it up and then get the boat wrap jersey and that you know the whole nine yards so i was behind on that stuff and uh the last minute deal um you know with pulse fish really really helped things out (laughs) so we get to florida practice was not good (laughs) practice was terrible until the last now the last day I knew the weather was getting right. Right. Everybody always talks about this perfect storm in Florida, and I've never witnessed the perfect storm. And I've been there every year, at least once, one to three times every year in January, February. Right. And I finally witnessed the perfect storm. The last day of practice, it started out pretty bad. And then later in the day, the last two hours of practice, I got a few bites and, um, Thought I actually had a decent shot to do good. Now, when I wasn't really, you know, I said, yeah, there's, you know, obviously there's chance, but, right. uh, you know, I didn't have any idea that I was going to win. I wondered that I knew I was more than likely going to win, and, and that was at Seminole, and, and yeah, I, I guess I won there. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was just crazy, man. So day one, drop the boat in the water, three hour fog delay. You got to sit there. You you you've you've worked your tail off for this elite series qualification, and then you know you you had to. I mean, last year was I mean because you won an open last year win in like was it February or March? January. 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 That's right. Yeah. So so you've waited a year already at this classic. Still hadn't got there yet, but you basically you basically had to endure you know the the open points for 12 months to qualify for this thing, win the opens points. So you get a little money there and uh, qualify for the elites. And now you finally get there and you got a three hour fog delay that spun a lot of people out. What did it do to you? 
I mean, it was just, you know, another variable. Um, you know, life, life is just like fishing or fishing is just like life. I mean, there's always, you know, things that happen. You just got to, you know, don't worry about it. It's part of it. And you move on and, you know, you try to do whatever your task is with, with the, you know, variables that are at hand. I got you. You know, there's no real or frustrated or I didn't have a three hour talk delay. The whole field had a three hour talk delay. So right. we were all in the same boat. Now so, yeah, you- it definitely, you know, wasn't messing with my head. Um, I was doing the math constantly, you know, uh, you know, I knew how long it was going to take me to get to where I was going. And I was, you know, constantly trying to figure out how much time I was going to have. And, you know, when they announced what time we were blasting off, I think it was 10, 15. Uh, at that point, I so, all right, I think I, I think it was like two and a half hours of fishing time I would have. So, heck, I got to go. That's, you know, two and a half hours. I'm going. And it wasn't a great day. I mean, it was terrible. I only caught three fish down there that day. Now, I wasn't super dialed in either now. like So I was still practicing at right. that point. Right, And uh, thank God I had that offshore deal in a Berkeley war pig when I got back. So I had, I had like 17 minutes when I got back close to Palatka. I said, well, um, i got a few minutes. I'm going to pull over here to this shell bar and, uh, you know, I caught two real quick till the limit and a uh, little, you know, 12 pounds is all I had. But, right. you know, I was in 20, I was in 22nd. So, you know, I knew what the fall delay, even before I weighed in, I knew that was, you know, had to be decent and turned out it was. And then we started doing some work the rest of the week. Right. So day one, 22nd with 12 pounds. Day two, caught 20.3 pounds. Of course, you had a full day of fishing day two. Um, that had you in 10th after day two. And then day three, ninth. 20... Sorry, ninth? Ninth, yeah. Okay, had you in ninth. And then um, day three had 21 pounds, moved you up to six going into the final day. So you were about five and a half pounds back going in the final day. What Besides having a full day of fishing, what changed on days two and three? Because, I mean, you had 20-plus pound bags both those days. I just got a little bit more dialed in. Um, I had a lot more time. So I wasn't rushed. Uh, I could go and I could just, you know, the fish those pads, you know, you got to take your time. You can't get in a rush. And, and, you know, I didn't rush the first day. I just didn't have time. Right. And I didn't get dialed in. And uh, let me decline this call. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Are we back? Yeah, All we're right. good. Um, so, yeah, so the, the second day, you know, I just, I had time that I could, um, you know, figure out what I needed to be doing, and and uh, I figured it out. <laughs> well, going into day four, like I said, just for five and a half pounds back, you got Walters, Hackney, Cherry, Cliff Prince all ahead of you. What's what's the thought process when you're when when you're sitting there at takeoff and you're you're looking ahead of you and you got all those guys sitting there in front of you getting ready to to, to blast off for this final day? All right, I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. I was trying to, we just pulled it at the gas station. I was trying to talk to three of What did you say? No, you're fine. You're fine. So, I mean, day four, <laughs> you're sitting there in line to take off. You got Walters, Hackney, Cherry, Cliff Prince in front of you. I mean, what's any nerves, any any butterflies, anything? You just ready to go fishing? No, I was just ready to go to work, man. Uh, 
you know, they put their pants on the same way I do. And, um, you know, they're a little bit more accomplished, been around the block a little bit more than I have. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm fishing against the fish, not, not them. But, dude, I mean. And uh, I was just ready to go to work. But you've got, I mean, you've got a ton of experience. I mean, co-angler champ, faced the FLW side for a long time as a co-angler, won stuff there. You won an ABA deal like last year, right? Uh, won an ABA national championship uh, there two nine, years ago? 19. Yeah. 19. So, I mean, you've got experience. This is nothing new for you. No, I mean, I've been, you know, I, last year I think I fished eight opens, four, five, five Toyotas, and I fished, well, really six because I fished one as a co <laughs> uh on Lake Norman. I sucked, but it was still kind of cool. But uh, And then some BFLs. I fished All-American last year. Right. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I fished a lot of stuff, um, a lot of events, you know, the last four or five years. Really, since 2012, but um, the last, you know, five or six years, I've been fishing, you know, 10-plus major events a year. You know, with some of them as a co-angler, but, uh, you know, I've been around. I've done it a lot. Right, right. So, 26-4 on the final day, one by over nine pounds. Just walk us through that final day in your head. I mean, what all was going on when you got to your first spot? I mean... Were you going to Robin? Were you going to George? Which way Which way did you go? No, I went just south of George into the Astra Canal. Okay. And, um, you know, I got every day I was fishing some new water. I would go through and I would start where I caught them the best the day before. And I'd go through it fairly quick. Not, I was still pretty slow, but not as slow as, as I was on fresh stuff. And so day four, I did the same thing. I went through where I caught them on day three fairly quick. And uh, then I swapped over, uh, which was just on the other side of the canal. Um, and I caught a big one, caught a couple more, and uh, just kept, you know, kept fishing new water after that. And um, it's just, it went down. I mean, it went down in a big way. I And... What blows my mind, and I've said this over and over, that place is chock full of seven to ten pounders. Right. And minus the first day, I know I was catching 25 to I don't know how many bass a day. And I never caught a giant. Like, I never caught a five-pounder until the third day. And the, the fourth day, I never caught, a, like, a, a five 15 was the biggest one I caught. Wow. And I still, I've never caught one over six the entire event. <laughs> wow. And uh, it still just kind of blows my mind, but it didn't really matter. <laughs> That's what, um, at what point did you think that you had a chance of winning this deal during the day? So, whenever I caught that last big one, yeah, actually, the 514 was, was the last fish I caught. And I don't know exactly what time it was. But right. I knew how long it was going to take me to get back. Um, and then, so the wind was blowing. I said, may take a little, little longer to go across George. It's like 12 miles, I believe, across George. And, um, well, I knew I had a pretty big bag and I didn't want to beat my fish to death. So I left a little bit early and, uh, I just cruised. Through, I actually left about 30 minutes early. I cruised across George, uh, you know, pretty slow 
and uh, I got back, had like 19 minutes to fish. <laughs> and uh, whenever I, when I caught that second big one, I knew I had 25. And I knew I had a legitimate shot. I didn't think I had it one, but I knew I had a legitimate shot. Right. And when I started running back, so I know a lot of guys have seen the pictures and everything. So I run an iPad at my console as well. Well, my iPad has, you know, obviously it has cellular service and it's connected to my iCloud account. And I get text messages on it, text messages on it as well as my phone. And it lit up when I'm running across George because I got another text. And I just glanced down at it, and the screen is full of text. <laughs> and, like, you know, we're not supposed to be, you know, reading text or anything, but I just happened to see it. And it was like, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. I was like, there's something to this. <laughs> so I, um, at that point, I was like, you know what, dude? I've got a shot <laughs> and um, I've never got emotional at all, but whenever it was me, you know, I had my sunglasses on. Yeah. I had my camera guy there in the boat with me, but he didn't, you know, he don't know what's going on. He don't see me. He's looking down. He's got his face covered up because it's pouring down rain. Right. And like, it just kind of come over me. It was like, you know what? I, I think I might actually have this thing won. Um, and like, I, I did get, I mean, there for a second, you know, my eyes kind of got a little watery. I didn't start bawling or nothing like that. But my eyes, you know, I was just, like it's my whole life's dream. All this hard work that I put in my whole life. And, uh, you know, not only me, the people that have helped me along the way. I mean, not just fishing friends like my wife, my daughter, my right. mom, um, so many people. And, uh, I mean, you know, preachers over the years you know from church like just so many people i mean heck teachers from high school like i'm still friends with a few of my teachers from high school right so many people and it's just like it's not just me that's winning right now it is all of these people and it was it was just a cool deal man that's that's awesome that is absolutely awesome did you was had your wife and daughter been there all week or did they just show up yeah, no, so they got there on the off day, okay. um, so which was Wednesday. They drove down. Okay, so they've been there. So you had, you had, you had some good support there all week then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, got me a back rub, got some good <laughs> dinner, got me some saluda rice. Uh, you know, she helped me, uh, you know, uh, different things, little, you know, good luck notes, her and my daughter. And, sure. Just you know, all the good stuff. Well, I gotta ask because I've seen it. You talked about y'all your all your graphs on the on the dash of your boat, your ranger there. What's on the masking tape on the hummingbird to your right? There's masking tape on the cover. What is that? What does it say? Is it a, is it a, is it a note? Uh, no, well, it's just it's not a note. It's notes like um, it, it was mileage and and distances and times. I got you. So. Uh, that's all it was. It was just notes okay. for, for where, I, where I was going time, you know, cause I'm, I'm very, I'm very particular about things and, uh, and, um, you know, I like to, you know, every second counts. I like to know exactly how long it's going to take me to get somewhere. I don't want to, um, you know, have to be worried and, and try to figure things out. I mean, I want to know right then. Sure. Sure. And, uh, 
So, so actually the first day of the tournament, it was hot and sunny. We didn't have to worry about any rain. I actually had a Sharpie wrote on my leg to get these notes. You know, I already had the distances, but I hadn't made that run, Right. you know? Um, so, you know, I, I wrote whenever I got to the first idle zone, I wrote down 43 minutes. And then once I got through there, I got to, as soon as I get out of the last idle zone, it was like one hour exactly. And then to Dexter, it was an hour and seven minutes. So, those three, I think that's the only three notes that was on on the tape gotcha. that I had there. Okay, and uh, that's what that was all about. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right, I'm opening up here to the other guys up on top of the screen here. Who's got a question? Not everybody at once. David. So I'll start this one. So we, I guess, you're known to keep good company with a particular England by the name of Brian Thrift. Who it looks like you're following there, but. Um, what have you learned from being around his company to help you out with this transition to becoming a, on the boater side, I guess you could say. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, it's just, it just seems so natural. Like, I mean, I didn't just start fishing as a boater today or last week. I mean, right. I started fishing the, the Toyota series as a boater in 2015 after I won the cup as a co-angler. So, um, you know, like that's this will be the sixth year, or actually maybe I don't know, sixth or seventh year. So I've been doing it for a while now, and and back then I probably could have answered that question a lot, a little better. But now it just—I mean, it's just what I do you know at what? this point. I'm, um, I'll answer it for you, Brian. Try, you know, I try to. I'll answer it for you. I tell you what he learned, David. He learned how to organize his rods across the front deck like Thrift <laughs> does. Because listen, every everybody's boat you see. In photo galleries and when I'm at events, everything's piled up on the front deck except for thrift. Now we walk to the elites, everybody's piled up on their front deck. I, I literally, when I turn live on Sunday morning on FS1, I'm like, what the crap's thrift doing in this event? Oh, it's not. It's brand new because literally all the rods were laid out just perfect, uh, uh, an organized chaos, or it seemed to be. So that's, that's what I would say. So, you know... It's fun. Um, yeah, I'm sure I did take a lot of stuff. I know I took a lot of stuff from him, especially knowledge. But it, whenever we started traveling and practicing together, it was. I think that's why we hit it off so good. And um, you know, because we do things so similar, so many things that both of us do are the same. Right. And uh, you know, I, I know we both have took from each other. Sure. Um, you know, well, the, little things here and there. Well, the rumor has it you taught him everything. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good rumor, but that's not, <laughs> not the case. <laughs> um, I mean, I know I've taught him some stuff, but I mean, I would feel like he taught me more than I taught him. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> Watson has the Brian theory, though. He thought about changing his name to Brian and picking up smoking because if your name is Brian and you smoke, you're a damn good fisherman. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> James Watson. Oh, JMFW. <laughs> that, that'd yeah. be, oh, that'd be a good one. That's right his there. theory. It's the Brian theory. The Brian theory. I like it. Oh, I like maybe it. Maybe there's something to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, me, you got a bone to pick with him? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, first and foremost, congratulations. We're all super duper proud of you. You 
made my tear ducts work. Actually, I was crying into my milkshake on Valentine's Day, like bawling. Todd and I oh, were milkshake. texting back and forth about you. What? What kind of milkshake? What kind of milkshake? <laughs> I like milkshake. It was a chocolate chip milkshake. It's Valentine's Day. Treat uh, yourself. Oh, uh, you, know. you gotta have straight chocolate. Straight chocolate. No, vanilla with the chocolate pieces, and they get like, yeah. Let's not have this debate because no. right I'm gonna win. Oh. But my bone to pick with you is this: my mother says, my mother says you're the cookie guy. So remember back at Lake Hartwell when we did this behind the scenes thing, and you had Oreos in your truck. Mm. Yes. And then when we went to Lake Norman for the Santa Claus tournament, and you said on camera. I don't like sweets. <laughs> oh, well, every now and again, I'll, I like sweets. I mean, it, it, it's really definitely not something that I eat all the time. But I do like a milkshake. I do like vanilla. I like both Oreos, but vanilla Oreos are the way. And um, I like cookies and brownies. Just not all the time. <laughs> not all the time. So that's the problem with. So you get me a box or a whatever, a container of Oreos, a tray, whatever they're called. Like I can eat the whole thing, but after about the third one, I start feeling sick. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I just can't eat a lot of sweets. Well, then you probably don't like them as much as the right, like the normal person. No, I'm normal. What's a normal person? It's the Brian theory. The Brian you eat three Oreos and you get sick. That's it. That's, that's that's just another facet of the Brian <laughs> theory, right Brian there. Theory. I mean, I don't also, like Brian knew. James Watson actually wants me to ask you if you if he sponsors you, will you wear his face on your jersey? Absolutely. He better break out a big old pocketbook. Though. That's right. That's right. I mean, this this is your Angler of the Year leader right here. Absolutely. Angler of the Year and Rookie of the Year leader right yeah. here. So, yeah. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, that's... Uh, At least currently. Currently. Well, you know, still, you can say your name at the top. So, you're, you're, you're there. So, Kenneth, I see you over there grinning. You got some in-depth questions for Brian. Well, I kind of, I kind of got in late, so I'm not sure everything you covered. But uh, you know, you, you do have a lot of experience. At what point in that experience did you really gain the confidence? It, 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 you know, listening to you, it's obviously you have a lot of confidence, and regardless of where you fish, you're comfortable. At what point did you gain that confidence? Man, um, I don't know. I would say so. The first few years I was fishing the Toyotas. Um, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have the, okay. I can tell you exactly where it happened. So the two, I don't know the year, I think it was 2017. I fished the race Scott championship at, uh, old Hickory and I had a terrible practice. I mean, terrible. And so they wanted the tournament. Um, I think they won actually got canceled. So actual day one was day two but so we go out and i'm fishing like three hours i've got i've caught nine short fish i've got zero fish in the box i said i'm gonna zero and i'm thinking and i'm thinking i'm thinking and it hit me i said hold on you're good you got me back yep we're good all right 
So I'm thinking, I said, oh, I seen one fish on the bed on in this creek, like 65 miles up the river. And I seen like three more just sit, swimming around sunning. I said, if I run up there, maybe that one fish is on the bed and those other ones have pulled up and I want zero. <laughs> so I run all the way up there and I get there and the water's trashed. It's dirty. I was like, God, because we had a bad rain, you know, the days before. That's well, I'm here. I got a fish now. So I just start going down the bank, flipping a jig, and uh, I caught a six and a half pounder like immediately. And it's okay, good decision. Well, like an hour later, I had 18 and a half pounds, and I knew that was a giant bag. I come back, I weigh in, and I'm in second. I think I was in second place. And I go back out the next day. Um, I don't remember what I had, but it was a decent bag. Um, and I make the final day cut. It was a four-day tournament, but it got cut to three because that first day got canceled. And that last day, I've got nothing to go to. That creek was done. I fished around. I caught one fish. And I said, well, that's it. What do I got to do? <laughs> it was back to day one. You know, I'm going to, I'm not going to zero, but I got, I only got one. That's all I'm going to catch. And I said, you know what? I remember seeing this other creek on Google Earth, like 30 miles past the 65-mile creek. What the heck? So I looked on my map, on Lake Master Mapping, on, on a lot of, of the river lakes. It'll have river actual river channel mileage. <clears throat> and I looked at where I was, I looked at where it was, and I looked at where, where the uh, weigh-in was. And I did the math on it. I looked at my at my um, my gauge on my boat, and I said I'm gonna have two gallons of gas if I go up there and come back. <laughs> I went up there, I caught almost 18 pounds. I come back and I had two gallons of gas. Wow. But I fin- I finished third and I made ten thousand dollars. And it was those on the fly, like very very out there going out there decisions that I made. And I think that at that point is where I gained the confidence to, you know, I'm making right, good decisions. <clears throat> and I don't really second-guess myself that often anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jason, what's you? Ron, this week, uh, a lot of guys um, fish different every day. Um, and it seemed like you fished with fish that were kind of more, li- more or less coming to you all week. What – keyed you in on that that pattern the weather um you know just history in florida and the weather that we had uh it's cold front the practice was terrible until the last day it started happening the weather said the last day it was going to start happening and it did and and then the first day of the tournament um i could tell that it was happening i just wasn't dialed in i wasn't you know in the in the right stuff and uh day two like immediately made good decisions i mean i now i started on the shell bar but caught a good limit and as soon as i got down south um i mean it was it started immediately and mm-hmm. and at that point like i just knew um okay you know what you're doing go do it and that's what i did the rest of the week that's that's awesome i want to show you guys this real quick if you can see it I want to. I'm gonna flash this up, and if I hadn't talked about the whole front deck deal earlier, y'all probably wouldn't be able to figure it out. But can you tell me whose boat that is? Yeah. The front deck of that boat. 
right? It looks identical to a Brian Thrift boat right there if it was me. If you, if you just pop it up and showed it to me, that'd be a Brian Thrift boat. But that right there is Brian New's front deck. Dude, that's awesome. I mean, that's you got to be ready for anything, don't you? Oh, you do. I mean, you really do. Uh, now, the first two days of the event, I, well, every day of the event, I had 25 rods out. Um, you know, I had, I had big rods in the co-angler slot as well. Now, right. So it wasn't all on the front deck, but the first, day, the first two days I used well over half of those. Now mm. I weighed in every fish. I, every fish that I weighed in with her on two different baits all week, right. but I was still prepared, you know, for, for different, different things and and especially the shell bar deal like a lot of that stuff was only for the shell bars right right very cool well brother i know you've got uh you've got to get to let's talk fish here at the studio there now getting ready for that deal and i'm gonna tell you i i i'm dude i'm just pumped i'm i'm super excited for you in this win i mean batting a thousand right now on the elite series i mean what's what's your goals for the rest of the year now that you've got a blue trophy so, I mean, you know, like I told Zona and the guys before, like, it's crazy. Um, I know everybody says that, it, you know, we want to win Angler of the Year. We want to win the Classic. But that's my goals. My goal is to win Angler of the Year and the Classic this year. That's really, really big goals. Um, backing up from that, um, you know, a more – I don't want to say a more realistic goal, but I guess a more realistic goal is to make a living. Um, at the end of the day – you know, I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this to say I'm better than anybody, and I never will say that I'm better than anybody. I really don't care about fame. Um, you know, it, it's good, uh, you know, financially, but um, at the end of the day, it's all about feeding my family and, you know, providing a good life for them. And and uh, so now I, I made a living for the year, first event, so I don't have to worry about that. Don't get me wrong. I right. still want to make more money. Right. But, um, you know, goal number one is to make a living. And then to, like, my satis- satisfaction goal, if you would say, um, angler of the year in the classic. I mean, that's – I don't think that's ever been done, but that's what I want to try to do. Well, I don't know about in North Carolina, but in Alabama we have financial advisors. That's not that that aren't professional fishermen. So maybe talk to one of them versus thrift about the stock market as well. At least get a second opinion, right? Uh, I don't know. He's pretty. He does what he's doing. He's he really truly is a a very very intelligent person. Uh, he is. He, he really is. So, uh, but he knows what he's doing. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell all the guys at Let's Talk Fish we said hello and uh, brother. Congratulations again. Just crazy proud for you. That's awesome. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank all of y'all for having me on. And um, Michelle, tell James, send me a check. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. Proud of you, Ken. Uh, I love it. I right, love it. Thank y'all. Be good, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. See, see you. ya. Bye. Well, guys, there he is, Brian New, your Elite Series champ. And um, let's get him out of there. Your Elite Series champ, one for one right now. And um, Kenneth, he he made a comment, not about going fishing, but going to work. Did you catch up on? Did you hear? Did you catch on that? 
Yes. And anybody that's going to have success in this, you have to view it as that because it's, if, if it's, if it's just casual to you, you're not, you're not going to make it anyway. It's too difficult. No, you're not. You, you hear a lot of guys say, I'm ready to go fishing. I'm ready to do this, ready to do that. And he several times made the comment, I'm just going to work. So that's, um, see a lot of, I know he's only 31 years old, a lot of maturity there. Um, but he's also got a heck of a lot of experience. I mean, he won the cup as a co-angler. He's won other events as a co-angler. He spent a lot of time in the back of the boat learning from guys, whether it be Thrift or Airy or, you know, whoever he got, you know, in the back of the boat with. So he's had that experience to now when he goes to the front, uh, like he has the past couple of years. I mean, his name is everywhere. Every time we every time we look up, you know, different things, I mean, it's always Brian New, Brian New, Brian New, and it's it may not be a whim, it's a top five. It's top 10. So think about how he grew up though, too. Like you can talk, like you, if you watched weigh in, you heard Hank say about him being at the tackle store and like being in everybody's ear and yeah. Todd and Rob die. And like all the guys that live around this area, talk about Brian new running the banks and following their boats when they were out on Lake Wiley. So it's like almost in his blood. Like oh, absolutely. if he wasn't a professional fisherman, I'd be concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and also too, no, you're right. And if you watch the final day weigh in, and when he talked, when, when they talked to Hackney, Hackney just you know reverberated that as well. He's like, you know, I've been in the boat with him. He's he's strong. I mean, it's it, he didn't surprise anybody in that field, did he? Mm-mm. So, and don't look, overlook the details either. When when you asked him about those notes, and he was telling you that he was writing down his run times in certain areas, especially, you know, at some of those places you had idle times. Sure. Knowing all that ahead of time, you know, because he also talked about being able to kind of go off instinct. Mm -hmm. By having all that written down, knowing that and not having to focus on it, he can run by instinct. If he had to change his game plan during the day, he at least had those details that he could look back on and make sure he got back on time. Yeah. It's it's the little things that make the biggest difference. Oh, you know, you're exactly right. You're right. I was waiting for some some big, you know, note from his kid or his wife or some big, you know, something real, you know, enthusiastic or cheering him on. It's just notes on masking tape on a hummingbird cover. That's all it is. I, but you're it's right. Job notes. Devils in the details right there. And obviously, if you, if you look at the way his stuff's organized, the way he's got it laid out. I mean, he's certainly uh, he's certainly on top of it there. So, uh, big shout out to Brian New for being your uh, your first Elite Series champ. I have a feeling, I have a feeling this will not be the last time we talk to him this year. I have a feeling he's going to be a force uh, for a long time on this. He's finally made it there. I think he's going to be there for a while. So, take a quick little break. When we come back, hell, I don't know. We'll get into something. We'll figure it out right here, Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Hey, Jason, what would you say your biggest fear is when you're out fishing? Hmm, Chris, um, let me see, probably stranded out in the middle of the lake? That's right, you know, that's everybody's biggest fear, Jason, not being able to get back to the ramp, especially in time for weigh-in during tournaments. But one thing that's really made the biggest difference for me, and that's switching to lithium batteries, and not just any lithium batteries, but rely on lithium batteries. 
Oh, Chris, how do you like those? Jason, they're great. Let me tell you, they allow me to spend more time on the water and are essential when it comes to starting and running my boat. They give me short charge times and more usable capacity, so I don't have any late-day voltage sacks. Plus, they're stupid lightweight compared to lead acid, and they're practically maintenance-free. Really allows me to focus on my fishing instead of worrying about getting back to the ramp. Okay, okay, you talked me into it. Where can I get some Relyon batteries? Jason, you can visit RelyonBattery.com slash Angler's Channel and use our special promo code Angler's Channel for 10% off your purchase. Did I mention they also offer fast and free shipping? You didn't, but even better. So, hey, what are you waiting for? Get hooked on Relyon Lithium today. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man, join the Stray King team. All you gotta do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Heck, I mean, that was the whole show right there with Mr. New. But we're going to jump into some news and notes brought to you by Hummingbird and Minco. Before I do that, though, we got to give a shout out to uh, Matt Lazenby, who was our X Zone Texter of the Week last week. He listened all the way through and sent me a text. He said, uh, I believe the text said, still listening. And I'm like, great who is this you know <laughs> that's pretty good yeah, he said still listening uh let's see where'd it go um let's see here just right here he said, uh yep still listening until it said and um i said so you made it to the end he said i did and i said well good and who is this winner winner chicken dinner so uh mr lazenby congratulations on that uh that was a cool deal um that was our exxon hotline 256-535-3217. Make sure you chime in on that. Let us know what you think of this show or Mr. New or any of us. That would be uh, fantastic. Um, let's see. What else we got? I want to know, KG, how bad was your fantasy score last week? It was pretty bad. What What, what was your final tally in the Angler's Channel group? I never looked at that. I know uh, the overall percentage, I was in the 60-something range. Okay. All right. What about you, Jason? I think I was in the 50% range okay. there. So you're a little further down. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I, I, I don't know what my percentage was. I was 518 in our Angler Channel group. Um, felt like I had a pretty decent team. I had one guy that, that if I'd have just failed to make the 50 went with the, the boss, I'd have been okay. I had Hackney already, but just – I was going to mandatory for you to have the boss I, on your I, That's that's now, what I was going to ask. That's what I was going to ask. Do y'all sit there at lunch and go? So, well, we we have a little uh, group at the office too. You know, just kind of a side group. And I, I kind of went through the list and I'm like, hey, how come all y'all didn't pick him either? You know, so I mean, it was like <laughs> the ones that did pick him. Just so we have a person that picked him picked based on the how she's met the pro so our hr girl picked i met this one i met this one i met this one so she just did that and she won she had a, like she's in second place you know so wow so does gary, gary and hackney does gary pick on himself 
No, Gary's not in there. <laughs> okay. Not, no. Well, I didn't know. I wasn't sure. So I was going to ask, I mean, do y'all, after day one, are y'all sitting there at lunch on day two? I saw, I saw the oh, picture of y'all sitting there at lunch yeah. watching <laughs> watching live. I mean, does does Teresa pull up everybody's um, everybody's fantasy fishing and make y'all log in? And if you don't have Gary, you've got to go to the back yeah. of the line. What's the what's the yeah. deal? Yeah. No. We had the plant watching in uh, for a in one afternoon, too. It was really cool. I saw that. Um, that's pretty neat. Really cool for him to be up there at the top. Good good way to start the year, for sure. Have you, so. have you talked to him since he's been back? He was in the office today. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. We just was super busy, but... Um, cool man it's really cool really cool well that's cool well uh big slim aka m patterson uh won the angler's channel fantasy fishing with 1440 points so big slim be on the lookout for a sportsman's warehouse gift card coming to an inbox near you very soon uh so that'll be uh that was a big deal so that was cool We've got a little over, I think, 2,600 people now join the crowd that's playing with us. You can still play because you win every week. That's uh, BassmasterFantasy.com and click on the Angler's Channel group. Sign up for that. It's free. We give away cool stuff. We'll have a big prize at the end of the year for the, for the overall Angler of the Year within the fantasy group. So that'll be fun. So we'll have a lot of fun there. So y'all take that. We do have a gill fishing rain suit contest coming up today. Look for that online and in your email. Be email blast. Go out for that. It'll last for about three weeks. We'll take people on that and then uh, go from there. So that'll be um, that'll be a good deal. And then we'll uh, we'll also talk about the you pickums. We had a big week last week, um, but I'm gonna, I, I want to put a little shout out right now. If you fish the Georgia Bastro. North or south, I don't care. Actually, both. I need a north. I need a north representative. I need a north liaison and a south liaison for the Georgia Bass Trail. Send me a text two five six five three five three two one seven. You will be my contacts for the rest <laughs> of the year for results because we pick your tournament to pick on. Everybody puts their picks in, but now I can't get results from you guys at all anywhere. And, I mean, I email you, I text you, I, I, I Facebook message you, I'm, I'm sending snail money. Anything I can do to get results out of this deal, nothing. It's crickets. Absolute crickets. or something? I mean, just huh? post it. Can't they just, just do a website or something? They, they have results. a website. They have a website. They're, they have not yet posted. Um, okay. So now one of them has responded to my Facebook uh, comment on another post. So it should be on the website. Well, you know what? It ain't. I'm sorry. I'm refreshing the page. <laughs> it ain't there. I'm looking for St. Clair results or St. Clair results. Not St. Clair. St. Clair. St. Clair would be a little cold right now. St. Clair was probably cold too. So St. Clair is hard. Still, yeah, still haven't seen them. So waiting on that. But um, looking at, we had Jason or David, do you want to go through the uh, the winners of the events on the actual event side? And then I'll I'll, I'll bring up the, the rear with the uh, with the actual pick em winners. So. Sure. Do we want to do it right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. I mean, sure. Hell, this show derailed the minute I pushed record. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll start off with the uh, Bassmaster Elite Series on the uh, St. John River. And um, our guest, if you haven't been listening, Brian New won with a winning weight of 79 pounds and 7 ounces. And the winner, I don't know who, I don't have 
who won on our side either. So I guess CB will give us a scoop on that as well. But uh, I will. Yeah. I will. So the actual weight was what for Brian? 79 pounds and seven ounces. Willie McCall, Willie, Willie McCall won with 78.13. And are you picking? I know him. Huh? You think you know him? <laughs> and I want to say, I want to say, Willie just jumped into this in week two. He just started, just, I believe, he just started this in week two. So he is, uh, he got a point for the uh, St. John's River event. And Jason, with 71 12, won the, um, won the Angler's Channel deal. Did Kenneth. you hear Michelle say she knows Willie? I don't know if you caught that. I, I, I think she wants to tell us how. I'm not. No, I'm don't. not touching that with a ten <laughs> foot pole, does. brother. No. I am not touching that Jason, with a ten foot pole. I failed because I was super low with my weight. Forty five seven. She's moving. She's 40, moving on. 40, 45 seven. Michelle picked on that one. Wait till you hear the Okeechobee score. It's even better. Um, oh, but here's the. But here's the funny thing, right? So we had two guys. He had new had seventy eight seven. Is that right? Seventy nine seven. Seventy nine seven. Torrell Wallace had seventy nine eight. Tracy Matthews seventy nine nine. Were the first two over in our U Pickums this week. So guys, you were right there. And the crazy part is, well, go ahead, Dave. I'll let you. I'll let you do the the MLF event because Willie. Willie almost took a commanding lead in this deal. He was really, really close. <laughs> Willie. Willie come in from Willie nowhere is. and almost, almost took the lead in this deal. But um, Michelle's going to have to talk to Willie and get a little more information from him <laughs> in this deal. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to have to get on. to know him a little better. But Jason won the point for that one. So Jason's currently up to three points now in our monthly You Pick Them. But uh, go ahead, David. Have at it with the MLF event. All right, so the Tech Warehouse Pro Circuit event was on Lake Okeechobee this week, and uh, I guess an old, an old face, I guess you could say, a former veteran of the five fish format. An old face. The five fish format. <laughs> he doesn't fish it anymore, right? Uh, no, not a long time. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Skeet Reese took the W there with his total of eighty-two pounds and fourteen ounces. A lot of veterans in the top ten on, the, on that. Imagine that. What were the what was the top ten on that one? Uh another BPT guy, Chris Lane was second. Uh and then uh Anthony Gagliardi was the other BBT guy who finished on the fourth or championship day. Um Justin Lucas finished 14th, so he made a day three cut and I think that was it for BPT guys. But then uh you had uh Bill McDonald, he's a veteran as well. He finished fifth, and I know um <laughs> He had that epic uh Yeah. Fish. That wasn't epic. <laughs> yeah. That was a yeah, was Alabama epic. cluster is what that was. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Kenneth sent that out to us via text and I mean, holy crap. That was scary looking right there. Well he, well, he caught one. When they go call when that one jumped out and he lost the one that he was gonna He wasn't even calling. He only had he three in calling. the box. Oh, was yeah. oh, he? He pulled a fish. Yeah. Oh, you know, it jumped out. That's right. It jumped out. That's what jumped happened. out. He lost, <laughs> and then he lost the one in his hand. <laughs> and it teases him skidding on, or swimming on the I surface mean, there for a bit. <laughs> gone. Just walked on water. Swam on top of the water. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, it was gone. It was icy. 
I mean, it it took off, and I'm like, freedom, sorry, I'm freedom. I'm trying to navigate this MLF site right now. I wanted to see where a couple of our uh, rookies finished that we've talked to. I know one of them had made. Um, I know Lawson had been made the cut in 49th. I was looking down to see where Cal uh, Lane may have finished. Uh, 84th. So, yeah, um, that's a good day for, for Lawson. Big day for Skeet Reese, $100,500. So, that's um, pretty good for sure. Which live did y'all watch this week? You you want me to answer that for real? Yeah. On air? Yeah. Which live did you watch this Which week? Which live do you think I watched? On. Huh? I had FS1 on. Okay. Okay. What? I watched it on there for a while. What I did, did. What did you watch, Jason? I watched Bass, I watched Bassmaster, obviously, but I watched FS1. That was pretty good coverage on FS1. I was pretty surprised, you know, and I had to log into a provider and do all that. I was like, oh, TV coverage ain't going to be that anymore. You know, why are we going back to TV? But, man, they did a really good job, I thought. Listen, listen, if, if you don't think TV works, I got a call last Monday uh, or Tuesday from uh, my marketing guy at Sportsman's Warehouse, and he said, what did you guys air on your TV show this week? And I, this past mm. weekend, I laughed. I said, well, we didn't because we only run in third and fourth quarter. But Strike King, our sponsor, Strike King, yeah. we're coming to lose rods and reels. They had a show with Greg Hackney and Todd Castledine, and they were throwing the hybrid hunter. Yep. Sportsman's Warehouse online, and then I don't yeah. know how many stores sold out. Like, totally blew their forecast for hybrid hunters. Yeah. So, you tell me TV don't work, TV works. I promise you that. So, speaking so. of Hackney. Did you watch? Did you see Hackney on live, Chris? Were you watching at that time, Saturday? I yes, I, I was. I was. I, I'll tell you that I watched Bass Live, and, and and here's the reason why. I I, I promise you, cross my heart, whole nine yards. I promise you, I watched live for FLW or MLF or whatever it is. I promise you, I watched it. But when I clicked it. Okay. First of all, I wasn't there Thursday and Friday, which totally pissed me off. Totally pissed me off. Go there Saturday, and I click it. Okay, watching it, wait for it to come up. It comes up right now. Once I finally figure out how to find the button to go there, I push it, and I'm not ragging on anybody. Okay, it's yeah. that site has been a cluster for 25 years. It will forever be a cluster for 25 years. It'll never be right. I've got a website guy, guys, if you want somebody that can help you with that. I've got a guy, okay? I click it, and I was doing really good, okay? I got about 37 seconds in, and then I heard the voice. And then I heard the other two voices. And I went, I can't say it on air. And I waited, and they went to the fishing, and then I I heard the same familiar voices a little while longer, and I, I'm, I'm literally pulling what hair I have left out of my head. A minute, 37 seconds is what I lasted. I clicked it off and went back to bass. I'm sorry. I couldn't do it. I tried. I, I really, really tried. I, I'm not going to get any deeper into it because they're, so, they're, they're taking a product. And Kenneth, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know you're fishing with this group now, and I, I love you. And I'm, 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 I'm all <laughs> Kenneth. Go, Kenneth. Go, Kenneth. I'm a bit, I'm the biggest Kenneth River fan here. He's got an MLF hat, jersey, all that. I can't, I can't do it, Stickers dude. On his- I just can't do it. And I got a so call. Back to Hackney. Let's just rescue Chris here. I got a well, hang on. I got a call from a buddy saying, "Are you coming to rescue to, to Red Crest next week?" And my response was, "Hell no. I got actual work to do. 
I do. I, I can't. I have a conflict. I can't be there, right? And I mean, he, and a buddy and I, and we, he's going and we had conversations back and forth. And I said, you know, it's just, I, I would like to, I just don't, I, I, yeah. what, what am I going to do? No weigh-ins, no, no takeoffs. What, what am I going to do? So anyway, I, I, we'll, we'll run their coverage and it'll be fine. So save me, Jason, just So please. hack me. How, how much, um, I, I'll say, I loved watching hack me catch five fish and really do a clinic on live. I mean, he's basically not sight fishing, but bed fishing. And he's throwing in there going, hey, yo, yesterday I caught a male out of here and throws in there and catches a male. And he said, usually I always catch the male, but my next cast, I can always catch a female. Throws right back in there and catches a female. I mean, he did that multiple times throughout the day. And I'm just sitting there going, this guy, you know, we had him on the show earlier and just could tell that he's really pumped to be back back on the elite series, kind of taking the chill route and just really enjoying it. There but wasn't he no, really, there was he, no chill route in him. I mean, that was that's what I'm saying. He really blasted it on Saturday. That just was his, gave a clinic. That swinging was in six pounders, you know, that's, that's typical Greg Hackney. And you watch him and, and you hear his, his voice. I mean, if you tied the man's hands behind his back, I don't <laughs> think his mouth would move. I, I don't. And I love Hackney. I was supposed to actually I was supposed to be down at a, at a Riders event in Florida right now with Greg, and um, I sent our Florida representative down there to, to, to take care of that this week because I had other conflicts. Uh, so Vance is working out this week, and, and I hate it because Greg's there. I, I'm I'm an absolute Hackney freak. I love watching him. I mean, he taught me a lot of stuff, and and, and just being in the boat with him, he's just so much fun. And but you have to listen to him. Because it's it's all in the little things he says and does. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just his precision of, I mean, just the way he was catching them. I mean, I just I, I learned so much just that that time. I shot a video probably ten years ago, twelve years ago for Strike King with Greg, and it was uh, we were at Ray Mur- Ray Mursky's Ranch down in South Texas, and it was it was flipping jigs versus plastics. And he's talking, and the hack attack jig had just come out, had that big gnarly gaff of a hook in it and all this stuff. He's talking about doing that. And, dude, he, like he was Saturday, he's dialed in to, to, to what this deal does, right? The hands are moving. It's, it's all mm-hmm. of this and this and this and this. And he's dialed in. And he's like, he's like you know, when, you, when you're pitching that mat and you got 65-pound braid and you got an eight-foot flipping stick and you got this and you got this, and all of a sudden he just stops. And he turns to me and he says, and you feel that bite. And you lose complete consciousness about what's going on. And the only thing your brain says is to jerk. I mean, just the way he said that, I mean, it was just like, I'm buying every great hiking jig I can, I'll ever yeah. find. Because yeah. it was just, it was all that, you know? And uh, just, I mean, you're right. It, it's so much fun to watch that because the guys will tell you what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Even Brian knew on, mm-hmm. on live. He dialed it in to what he was doing and how he did it. And it's just it was it was a lot of fun to watch and follow. I mean, we had we ran some errands, doing a few different things. My son had a basketball game Saturday night, going down the road and got my iPad on the windshield watching it. I mean, just you know checking it out, seeing what's going on. So it was uh, it was definitely pretty killer for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, it's great to see him back. It is, it is, and you can tell. I mean, everybody missed him, but he came back just guns a blazing. And uh, I'm, I mean, I'm pulling for Brian New Ring of the Year, but dude, you got a freaking <laughs> shark behind you that's ready to eat. So, uh, with the win in the U Pickums, uh, Timothy Brewer, 
82-12 with that pick. And uh, see what was the what was the eighty two fourteen was the win uh, for the win eighty two twelve won that that was Timothy Brewer Willie McCall me's buddy Willie eighty two eleven right there almost <laughs> almost scored two in that deal eighty two eleven everybody really? else was really needs to be the guest picker I can tell already really? you know but I will tell you this I will tell you this there was one other person lower than Michelle. But Michelle at 35-8. Gosh, that was close. I mean, that was close. If we move some numbers around. Double it. Yeah. She just double it. Just double it. Still not there. We're going to start start taking yours. And I warned you. I sent you a message. I'm like, hey, look, these are four-day derbies. Multi-day events. We're in Florida. Did I really finish second to last? Uh, Somebody was lower than you, so I guess, yes. 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 Yes, you were. That was my goal. Let me just make sure. There was, yeah, it was you, second to last, right there. So, all right, David, what else we got? Oh, who won that point for us? Me. (laughs) Watch me all over bid. Mr. Duran, 77 20. Oh, you're on a roll, dude. 77 20. So. That's uh, that's what that is. So right now, the points sit four for Jason, one for David, and one for me. Right now. Just saying. Two weeks Hang in. in there. Hang All in right. there. Proud of the South, what you got? All right. So, because we don't have, like, like, you know, CBTs earlier, so nothing for Georgia Bass Trail. And for those that weren't paying attention to our news part on our website, uh, the MLF. BFL Archie got postponed. So, right. uh, but prior to the South of the Mobile Delta was won by Steve Summers and Reese Earhart with a 16.8 pound total. And I think they had a big bass at that particular event as well with a 5.42. Yep, 5.42 Lunker. But 16.8 took the win there. 16, what'd you say? 16 what? 0.8. 16. 16.8. Jake, let's see. Not really. <laughs> Jake Miles, 16.7. Won that one. Dang it, Willie. You're Jake fired. Miles won that one with a 16.7. <laughs> and I brought home the win in that one with a 16.2. So. Kenneth, are you sick? No. <laughs> he's making, I haven't heard your he's, name once. He's making notes, though. Well, the game has changed. The game has to not just a crapshoot anymore. <laughs> no, no. And uh, me, it looks like you were, well, you were dead last on that one too. <laughs> That's bring, my goal this year. Bringing Come up the rear in that dead one. Dead last. So, Georgia Bass Trail, they swear that the, the, the results are up on Facebook page. I love it because I responded. I made a comment on one of their posts three hours ago. I said, do you have <laughs> results posted for St. Clair yet? And he says, should be on the webpage. I said, it's not. He says, then look under the Georgia Bass Trail on Facebook. I'm on the Georgia Bass oh. Trail on Facebook. I'm on the page. So now I get to go. Not on the website either yet. Nope. Maybe it's not I just, hidden. I just want to give you guys a little love, and it ain't there. So it's not reciprocated. But don't worry about it, folks. We will announce a winner. We will bring it up and uh, make sure that you know what's there 
and uh, we will we will go from there and uh, make sure all points are accounted for. Um, KG, I know you got all on your mind this week, but um, we do have we do have other other uh, events that are posted and uh, getting ready to go. We have the where to go. Let me pull it back up here real quick. We have the Texas Stream Trail on Rayburn. We're hoping all this goes through this week. The Arizona Bass Nation on Roosevelt. The CBC on Norman. What's it going to take to win on Norman, Michelle? I mean... Six pounds, seven pounds? Double it. <laughs> yes, if you want Double the goal it. of finishing last. David and I... I would say, like, right now, maybe, like, 15, okay. 16... David, David's got his picks in. Uh, they might be a little, in. might be a little low, David, but I'm not too far ahead of you. So um, we're, we're going to be close on that one. But we do have a CBC on Norman. Bass Champs on Amistad, which that's going to be an interesting event. And then Outlaw Outdoors on Rayburn, which Texas Dan Trail says they're monitoring conditions. And Outlaw Outdoors says, we're fishing. It's going to be clear. Let's we're go fishing. fishing. So, I mean, I love Clinton. Uh, Stacy's uh, thought process there—they're ready to roll. So, uh, state, but state may have no power, but we're going fishing. <laughs> and I, well, he, he posted a, a Weather Channel. It's going to be sixty degrees that day. Is it? Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it'll be close. So it it should be it should be good. We do have. Let's see. We had we started off the the events with a hundred and four guys that joined the U Pickham. And then last week we had 159 people that had joined us. Wow, which was great, which was really cool. Uh, I take that back. Willie McCall was was he wasn't the first week too. He just wasn't close. Sorry, Willie. Uh, okay. But 159 last week. This week we are up to 180 that have joined the U Pickem. So y'all keep picking me out till midnight tonight, Wednesday, the 17th, to uh, to get your picks in. And, um, I mean, it, it ain't going to take much, guys. we got two more weeks here left in this deal, so get this thing – get your picks in. Remember the tiebreaker because there's a big tie. And I will tell you right this. Now, when so. I sent the email out Monday morning, I got bombarded. I mean, like 80 guys, bam. It was just like my inbox went <laughs> – and um, it, it went nuts. So I got I, – you know, you got to be – Tiebreaker is the first one to get their picks in on the final week. So yep. on the final week. So we're in week three right now. Week four finally be next week. But uh week three really? right now. So it'll be good. So really if you're listening, write that down. Yeah. So you three need to get your uh, get your picks in because David and I were <laughs> we're, we're we're there. I already. put mine in today. Huh? I put mine in. I haven't got to it yet. An alias email so, address probably now. I haven't got to it yet. Pick on her. Yeah, I'm sure there's several that are doing that. The, the, the <laughs> best Vincent, one what is. What are you drinking? Also, too. Also, too. Chocolate is, milk. I'm going to. Huh? I'm going to. Talking. Are you drinking chocolate Side milk? conversation. You're going now, Chris. We, Sorry. We do. We, we, <laughs> wow. It's like, it's like our text streams that go crazy. But um, <laughs> also, too. I need to know. I am taking your first picks. All right. So if you're not sure. What oh. you want your picks to be, then think the on it, and then push submit. Because if you push submit, <laughs> then I get six more tomorrow, I ain't taking them. Because I've got them all right here on the spreadsheet. And if I pull it up, and like David John has sent me two, and I've already got numbers in, 
That's what's in, boys. I'm sorry. You I'm can't not... bet on red and black. Now, if I send you an email and say, hey, look, this is a four-day deal, you or this is a one-bass thing, if I send you an email and say, hey, look. Just to help you out, bro. Just, just, just a little courtesy, you know, just a little courtesy. Then you send me the pick and we'll change it. But we ain't in that right now. Everybody's got – and we're all five-fish deals. We're all single-day events. And most all of them, let me let me just scroll through. Everything this week looks pretty normal. A couple guys on the high side, which I like it, going going strong. Um, nobody really on the low side yet. But um, a lot of good weights have been picked. So, And just so you know, it's fair. I pick my weights first, and then I enter everybody else's. So just so everybody knows. And the four of us can't – five of us can't win anyway on this deal. So we're well, playing against ourselves. We we're win. the, we're the we derby the within the derby. So um, that's for sure. David, any news that I've missed this week? Uh, Wait. Yeah, what go is ahead. David drinking? It's a smoothie. Chocolate milk. It's, it's not a milkshake. I'm sorry. I don't do milkshakes. So. <laughs> it's go. like a pineapple smoothie. Okay. Okay. Well, there it is. Vodka. There no, it is. Add some vodka. Is that what she said? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. So this, this. I mean, we have totally derailed, uh, which is great. What have I missed this week, David? What, what's going on? I know the Elite Series got rescheduled on Sabine for August. Yep, that was the alternate date as well. So it ain't gonna be hot in August. It'll be fine. It's gonna be good. Good in August. Be 197 degrees. Well, how obnoxious is it kind of though, thinking about it from the angler's perspective that they have to drive there in April and June and now August? Yeah. Well, that's what they do. Just they're they're a part truck driver. So already going to work. That's that's exactly right. Well, I'm getting an cool. airplane for my boat. I like it. I like it. All right. What else do I miss, David? Um, speaking of postponements or delays, if you're watching the, because um, Kristen picked this tournament for our uh, you pickums, but the if you're watching the MLF Red Crest, that got postponed by a day. Um, how can you <laughs> how can you pick it? How can I pick that? It's for a lot before. It's it lasts a month. How do you pick? We have <laughs> yes, we have. But how do I have a, how do I explain to hundreds of people we're gonna I'm pick sorry. this yeah. day and this day only? And I mean, it's like you know, let's pick the winning weight for March the third. I mean, how do you do that? Well, then you come back and you pick a winner for February, and then you go, oh, oh no, I'm sorry, the tournament continued oh, into March. You're oh, not it's, the winner anymore. <laughs> oh, it's delayed a day, and I'm like, oh, did did it, did it start? When when is it? You know, I, I literally I saw it was delayed, and I'm like. I'll start to the 21st. We still got a week, right? When is, when is that going to be? So, anyway, yeah, so that's, that's going to be delayed. So, what else do I miss, David? Um, I don't know. I guess, speaking of MLF, they picked up another mower sponsorship. So, I don't know how many what? mower sponsorships they go through, but yeah. So, they're not exclusive anymore? Exclusive, um, sponsor, they, exclusive mower sponsor? of. They picked up Toro. I thought they were bad boy. I I I'm not a I don't I'm not a big lawnmower guy like that. So I'm I'm not into all the different brands. But they picked up a new uh, lawnmower sponsor. Wow, wow, yeah. that's great. And then I believe because as of this as of as of recording, we haven't. I, I don't know what it is yet, but sponsors of the show rely on are going to have a sale. Oh, speaking of rely on, rely on battery.com. 
backslash Angler's Channel. 10% off. One zero, ten percent off your lithium purchase. Hi, darling. Ten percent off your lithium purchase. Check them out. It's my little girl, Georgia. Um, check them out. Relyonbattery.com. Free shipping. They don't weigh nothing, do they, Kenneth? No, they're very light. How's your How's your charging system working for you? They're very powerful. It's very good. Uh, I mean, I, I plug it in. You know, an hour. I go check on it. It's usually almost done. So we're between an hour and an hour and a half. It's fully charged. Okay. I like it. I like uh, it. I know what's going on all the time through the app, so it works really well. That's awesome. That's a, a great way to do it and a great way to uh, know what's happening with your boat batteries and uh, all your power. So Toro is a, a sponsor. I see Brent Chapman and Jeff Sprague as part of this deal. That's Sprague looks like the only one who should be, who should be involved with a, with a, a zero-term mower. That's all I got to say. He, he's got the look going right there. You know, Chapman, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on, it's, he lives in Kansas. Is there grass in Kansas? I thought deer. it was just wind turbines and snow. Greenfields at the deer yeah. camp. So, I mean, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Our buddy Vance put up a great article on Brian New. Make sure you check that out. Um, what else do we miss here? Mercury, the 7.6 liter V12, 600 horsepower Verado. That is out. So um, big, uh, big week in the news last week. So got a lot more coming. Guys going to Knoxville next week. Um, MLF will be at Smith Lake soon. ABT kicks off this week. So we got a got a lot, lot happening here, boys and girls. It'll be a big time. So be a big time. What has everybody learned this week, Michelle? What have you learned this week? What have I not learned this week? Oh, wow. brand new isn't doesn't like sweets but he does if that's normal i don't know what's normal okay all right <laughs> it's only tuesday it's hard to say what have i learned this week well you can learn a lot that's for sure jason what about you second hard uh, i think i live at a snow resort now i feel like i live but we just Come off the mountain and go skiing tomorrow when you're driving up. It's like living at a ski resort. So, okay. All right. Pretty crazy looking. Just don't I'm fall ready for that to be gone, David. Come get it. Don't fall off the chairlift. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so, be careful with that. So, Dale, what about you? Well, since Jason's bringing up snow, I'm ready for that. I mean, it's been snowing here for like uh, every other day. And I think I put more mileage on my snowblower. I have my car because I work from home, so I think I put more miles in my snowblower than my car all year so far. But uh, yeah, I'm ready for the snow to be gone as well. But uh, as long as it's gone by April uh, and not around, oh, I'll be fine with it. April, April, April. No, <laughs> it snowed in April before, so I'm crossing my fingers. But you know, for some people, 2021 is still a continuation of 2020, so being positive, but we'll see. Okay. I like it. KG, get ready for your first big derby, son. Yep. <laughs> well, t technically, technically, I fished this series back in 2004. But it, but it wasn't the MLF. It wasn't MLF then. It wasn't MLF then. It's been a while. It had no clout behind it um, or shit to go on. It was the Everstart series back then. Well, I know. I know. But now it's now it's big time. So now it's big time. Um, can, we, can we interview him? Yeah, we can. All right, uh, Kenneth, first stop in the morning. What's the plan? 
my plan is to unthaw my fingers as quick as possible. Okay. So Thanks. hopefully I'll make the first cast without backlashing. There you go. There you go. It'll Keep be about it. 24 degrees when we take off. How long a run in the morning? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> South? North? Right or left? I'm just going right over yonder. You will you will already be there by the time so, this podcast so across, airs. Across behind you right there is where you're going, in other words. <laughs> I got you. He's going to come in the house and have a sandwich after he slams a giant bag. I hope he does. I'm heading north. I hope I get a phone call that says, hey, bring me a pizza. I'll, yeah. On Friday. Yeah, call me and say come to the weigh-in. That'd be, be awesome. You, you, when I get uh, a text that says, would be Friday. well, I'm waiting for a I'm waiting for a text that's bring me a pizza and I'll do it on my way to Martin. So we'll we'll come by there and have a conversation. So that um, that'll be fun. So well, guys, thanks for checking out this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, um, brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse. Hope you feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this stupid show on your favorite podcast app. We're gonna always check us out online at anglerschannel.com. Uh, and as always, if you want to share your thoughts, you can share it with us via the X-Zone hotline, 256-535-3217. Send us a text, shoot us a voicemail, um, whatever. We'll keep it anonymous if you want us to. If not, we'll call you out on the show. We usually do that. That works pretty well. Uh, on behalf of our guest tonight, Mr. Brian New, your 2021 Elite Series St. John River champ. Can't believe it. he's one for one in the Elite Series starts. Last guy to do that, Derek Rimmitz. Last guy to do that, and Rimmitz had a pretty good career mm -hmm. in, uh, on the Elite Series for a while. On behalf of him for the AC Circus, I am Chris Brown. Y'all have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless, good fishing. Wash your damn hands, wear your damn face mask. Put that PFD on and buckle it up. Kenneth, bust your teeth in this week, brother. Have a hell of a I'll week. Do my best. We're pulling for you, bro. Y'all be safe. We'll see you next week. Don't take Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource.